Hi, my name is Nick Tibusek, and you are about to bring your strength and skills, and through that, your body to a complete new level with this podcast. In this podcast, you're not only learning about what's needed to train successfully, but also how to stay healthy and in shape long term. As a calisthenics athlete and coach, I train some of the best athletes in the world, and I will show you what details really matter and how to use the three cornerstones of planning, technique and mindset to build yourself into the best version of yourself. This podcast is a combination of science, practical experience and personal stories, which used in the right way will change your whole life. If you want more performance, look great, have more skills and mental power, for your training, you're exactly right here. Because here you will learn how to make that happen. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Let's walk the walk. And here we go. Welcome everybody to the best podcast in the world. My name is Nick Tibuzek and with me there is the only Don in the world who's lifting as heavy as this Don. Welcome, Rado Bosic. Hi, good morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, today's episode is about a very important topic, maybe the most important topic we can actually talk about as we're going to talk about building muscle. As uh, we just had a little chat in, uh, up front this episode where we started talking about it and it, it is always like that. We start talking about it and we always have to keep each other back from yeah. already telling everything. Nick, Nick, suggests, yeah. Nick suggests a topic and then I completely go out on it and start talking about it. And uh, Nick always stops me like, save that up for the podcast. <laughs> that you don't have to repeat yourself. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I, I love these nuggets that you, that, that you just bring out there. And <laughs> you just had a good one um, right here and you started were saying that you regret one thing so much when it comes to that um, training approach that, that uh, you had in the past. Please, please just start diving into this because uh, I just stay quiet and you just speak now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, uh, Nick asked me the question, um, like, what was different for me before we started working? Because before we started working, um, I thought that was that I was big. But then when I look back, I was actually quite skinny. Like I didn't have a lot of muscle mass. And like exactly at the point when we started working, um, that's when you can see a bigger change. Like even though I was five, I think four or five years into training, um, it's incredible like the change we managed to make when we started working together, uh, just because there was all of a sudden a different approach to training. And the biggest change for me, like, was all of a sudden going from uh, this approach that I had before where I was mostly training for strength endurance, uh, which is um, training sets and reps for um, an increased amount of time for a prolonged period of time with the goal of um, improving strength endurance and a specific lift or movement. So for me, it was pull-ups and dips, and I was uh, banging those out like bodyweight reps. I don't know for how much... Uh, time and how much volume it was quite a lot because i wanted to join the barbarians 
and surely like my training was intense at that point as well but there was something that was lacking there and also at one point i was um training for skill acquisition um i wanted to achieve the one arm chin, chin up in the front lever and my approach there was mistakenly like i was only focusing on that pure um absolute maximum strength approach where like each one of my sets was almost like 100 effort and i left it all there and i didn't have any high rep or higher after that and like i didn't even have accessories i think and uh the biggest change for me like when we started working together was the approach as i said and uh all of a sudden like this focus on big compound lifts loading those and trying to progress on those across different rep ranges like it's not only this low rep range which i which i had with the skill acquisition or this high rep range which i had with the strength endurance training like it was a mix and uh my body responded really well and all of a sudden you start to grow like you just started training you know like i had newbie i had newbie gains four or five years into my training um, career you know which yeah. is insane which is insane i i have i have to to say i think the the one thing that really grew the most when i look at you was definitely your ass and the legs <laughs> yeah 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 that responded like that was insane i i did i did train my legs before and like even then i sensed okay the legs are probably not going to be an issue if i start to load them more the mistake i did there was i did not load them more you know i just i just stayed with what i had and uh, i didn't try to to push them too much because i was like i was obsessed by like if i if i grow my legs it's going to affect my upper body work which was mostly calisthenics at the time you know yeah which was yeah, purely yeah. purely it was purely calisthenics at the time and i was like paranoid if i if i grow my legs because they're already like semi big it's going to affect me you know so that's why i didn't load them and yeah i agree like they exploded when we started working that, that that was really really funny because um i, I remember this one time when when we had a, a competition in cologne and um i think you came into into the door of the hotel um and i looked at you and i was like god damn it what happened to his legs because i haven't seen you for like yeah yeah yeah. yeah that's true <laughs> it's just the pictures and stuff like that so that that's the thing with the online coaching you don't see the person in person you know you know that person grew you see how the how the legs uh grow and stuff like that but it's still it's still different when you see the person one-to-one -one in a life uh life situation you know and i looked at your legs and i was like holy cow what happened here because you you had a you had had your jeans on and they nearly exploded and they struggled like, <laughs> the jeans struggled <laughs> <laughs> and That, that didn't change because uh, I think last week you asked me, Nick, do you have a recommendation where I can get actually new pants because I'm hey. missing out on them? <laughs> oh yeah, the struggle is even bigger now because like I don't, I, I don't care about my body weight so much anymore. And with powerlifting, you have of course a lot more like focus as well in there because like yeah, you yeah. have two main lifts which are like specific, you know, and like they grow even more now. Absolutely, so, yeah, I need solutions. <laughs> but um what is also definitely to see is um i mean you, you said you had a had a very big approach um on, on on training that changed yeah 
Um, what in, 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 what, what was it specifically what changed when it came to um, training? Um, I know, of course, you had a program then, and it, it, I think that's a big change, definitely. But did, did the intensity change? Because what I just, I'm now I have to tell a little bit about that. Um, mm. When I look into my past, when it comes to um, training, what changed for me was completely when I, when I got my first coach. That was extremely important. Before that, I was coaching myself, and coaching myself was always a shitty idea. Always. <laughs> I really have to say that. It was, it was never a good idea. Um, the thing that comes now was when, whenever I train for a skill or something like that, and always trained super specific for it, but I never trained the different things that might be weaknesses and stuff like that. And one of the reasons was I hated looking at my weaknesses. Mm. Had, had you had the same experience here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the same experience because I was coaching myself at one point as well. And like every four weeks, I would kind of try to look back at the program that I built and um, the mistake I was doing, like I, I was always changing it up because I was trying to quote unquote open optimize it, you know? Yeah. And I did the same thing. I was always avoiding my weaknesses. Like I, I, I was always putting in exercises that I liked, that I enjoyed that, you know, I'm like proficient with, yeah. but I always avoid the stuff that I hated doing. And that's something that's, I think that's, that held, held me back from actually, you know, excelling there. Yeah, um, in those goals that I had. This is, this is crazy because when, when, when I look into um, what I did a, a few years ago, um, like it must have been somewhere around 2015 to 2016 or something. I did my first muscle up in 2014. And um, it, 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 I think it didn't improve through the past, through the next two or three years. Nothing happened. Because I didn't look at my weaknesses there. I was not explosive and I lacked overall strength. And I didn't even know how to manage that. Um, I had a, also a shoulder injury, which I had to take care of, definitely, because I, I killed myself on the dips, <laughs> just killed my shoulder there. But I had to win this, this friendly competition with a friend of mine. <laughs> oh, holy cow. Um, but uh, the, the thing that, that I definitely see there was I had not the right view looking into this and I, I had not, not this right approach. Okay, Nick, this is really the thing that you lack. you got to improve it. And I was definitely not patient enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a big one. That's oh. a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to strength. I mean, let's say that way. I'm a very big and heavy guy. When you want to do a muscle up as a very heavy and big guy, it takes some time to build up the ex explosiveness. And the explosiveness that you have to, to get there to, to get that muscle up and stuff like that, um, and it, it, it's built on the base of strength. So the first thing that you should improve is actually having a good base of maximum strength from there you can get the explosiveness this is something a lot of people completely lack of when it comes to the thinking of how do i actually get better at that mm. 
because when you look into into um, most of the tutorials on YouTube and stuff like that, you, I, I don't want to be offending or something like that, but you see a lot of people doing calisthenics, especially in the social media, which are extremely light and small, like around 70 kg or something like that. And this is, it's, it's a complete different story when you're he heavier and bigger. I mean, it is like that. You just have to move more weight. And especially when you have to move it explosive, then it's completely different. And mm -hmm. everybody who is actually working on something like pull-ups and stuff like that, you know how slow the progress is there. It just takes so much time. And um, so I, I, I was not patient enough to build up my one, one rep maximum strength. And um, I think this is just a big theory of mine, but I think you should be able to move around two uh, thirds of your body weight in a in a in a in a weighted pull up or chin up to actually do a good muscle up in a very explosive way. And I had the same theory about half of the body weight, but I actually see that when you have the two thirds you definitely are able to do it. And with half of the body weight, you're not always able to do it. Yeah. But that's just that's just, that's just my big theory. Okay. So, <laughs> have, so with, 90, with 90 kilos right now, I'd have to pull 60 kilos in a pull-up. I think so. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean... That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you do two thirds of your body weight in a pull up, you're gonna be flying on muscle ups. That's yeah, that's, that is the case. That's, yeah. that's that's just a good way to make it safe. But mm. um, to to come back to um, these these uh, things that um, actually were the, the 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 big topic of of the episode, um, I know that in the beginning I was also what I also lacked a lot was actually muscle mass, and I think the same thing was was up to you when um we started working together you have had a pretty good fitness base let's say that way you have had a very good base you were actually strong from a viewpoint of normal people let's say that way um but to get where you wanted to go you just lacked a lot of muscle mass and i had the same problem when i started with my coach back, I must 2017, 2018, or something like that, um, I had the same problem. He looked at me, you're just too skinny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that, that was actually the reason why I was lacking on, on certain things. Because I thought, okay, Nick, you're pretty, pretty fit and stuff like that. But for what I wanted to reach, I had the big issue. Nick, you're, you're a big, heavy guy. So for that, you need more muscle mass to build more strength because muscle mass is actually building strength. The more you have, the, the bigger is the potential to actually bring on the strength, you know? And um, the, the, I didn't get that. I totally didn't get that. So a lot of, 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 of people think like building muscle is a bad thing and we are not bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah, I was completely disagree at that point. How do you see that? Yeah, I had I had that thing as well. Like, I'm only doing calisthenics. Why would I ever touch a weight? 
you know, why would I ever do a bicep curl with dumbbells or a tricep extension on a machine? Like I would never touch a machine in my life. That's a sin and so on. Um, yeah, like we talked about how um, our approach changed to um, picking these exercises, which are our quote unquote weaknesses. And those are like mostly gonna be in the assistance part of a program. It's assistance and accessory exercise in the workout plan. And uh, what changed for me like uh, as well, so together with this um, shift in, okay, we need these exercises to tackle the weaknesses is also how I approach those exercises. Like before, even when I had them in the program, um, I was just like storming through them. You know, I was I was just going through the motions without much focus, without, without much intent. Yeah. And then when we started working together, we had this big topic of like RPE and reps in reserve and how much are you actually able to do in a set? Like is RP8 really an RP8 or could you do like five more reps? You know, how, how do you gauge yourself? Um, and uh, I think we had like AMRAPs at one point or someone in the coaching had AMRAPs and like the session before, I think that client like said it's RP8 and then you told him to go for an AMRAP next session and he got like 10 more reps with the same weight the next week. Yeah. And then the shift happened to, to me as well. Like even, even that happened from the outside, like I didn't experience it myself, but I started questioning myself, okay, am I really giving it all? Am I really following this, this, this protocol that's written out for me? Because uh, if not, it's not going to be optimized, you know? And not, it's not going to be giving me the result at our plant. Yes. So the shift happened for me, like an accessory work as well. I started pushing them and I started to to see progress on those as well because those, those are like important. Like there's a reason why they're in the plant. Yep. And ever since I, I started doing that, not only did my main work excel and improve, but I also sensed, okay, all right, the, the body is changing. You know, there's something that's happening here. And uh, we, you mentioned the bodybuilders and how quite often they're labeled as bad and as, you know, you don't want to have that approach and so on. Like, I think we can learn from each other all the time yeah. and we can always take something from a different discipline. Those guys are pushing themselves like mad on exercises, you know, and they're training really heavy. And if you transfer, transfer, and there's a reason why they're big, you know, there's a reason why they're big. And if you try and replicate that with your assistant, assistance work and accessory work, to a certain extent, like it doesn't have to be pushing yourself to the same extent as they do, but to a certain one, you're going to be having gains, you know, you're going to be growing. It's quite similar to a bodybuilder. Yeah, absolutely. Which isn't anything bad, of course. Yeah. You want that, you know? It's The super interesting part here is um, we always tell ourselves, yeah, I want to build muscle with calisthenics, but actually just uh, just to, to say that in that way, because calisthenics is the, is the, the thing where we came from. But I wouldn't say myself, I'm a calisthenics guy. I'm, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a hybrid guy. And um, everybody who's listening to this podcast should be known that the Strength and Skills podcast is a hybrid podcast. So um, we are not a calisthenics podcast anymore. We evolved from there. We came from there. We yeah. evolved from there. Yeah. I, was, I was actually also a weighted calisthenics guy a lot. And now I'm, I'm, I'm really mixing up a lot of things and um, just for, for, for being the best that I can actually be. And that's super important to, to know as, uh, as a base from, from what I'm talking about and you probably as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's super important to have that as, as you have right now, the base of uh, powerlifting and you're mostly doing right now as it's a phase in your life. Maybe, maybe it's going to be take 10 years or... Mm. gonna yeah. be off in one year we don't know 
we're going to see. Um, the very important part here is um, where I wanted to go there was, um, you know, I have been on stage. I have trained bodybuilding, mm. you know, and I learned a lot from that. And, and what I also learned a lot from there was um, I did hold myself back with this calisthenics approach from building muscle a lot because uh, I didn't know about how much I, uh, my body was actually capable of and how much I actually needed to grow because my training looked completely different before that. And um, when I started doing a lot more into going into the hypertrophy part of training, my training completely changed. And that was, that was really, really important. I still did my, my classic calisthenics exercise, like pull-ups, dips, and stuff like that. But as you also said, the assistance and accessory completely changed up in the background, you know? And that was, that was actually the, 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 the point where I had my, my kind of return, you know? <laughs> that, was, that was really important to understand that. And what also changed a lot was my approach to food. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> how, how, how are your experience with food when it comes to that? I'll tell you something. I, don't, I think I told you this at one point. I was a vegan at one point for like six months. And <laughs> this, is, this is not to say that you can't build muscle mass with, uh, together with a vegan diet. You certainly can. But <laughs> my approach was very lackluster. And that's not only because of me, but also because of the environment. Um, Cause I was, I was still down there in Croatia and Croatia has a really big culture of eating meat. Um, and like being vegan there is extremely hard cause you don't really have good food choices uh, in a supermarket as well. Um, and it just makes the whole process extremely, extremely difficult. Uh, especially if you're someone who wants to increase muscle mass. So like the, the, the thing that was lacking there for me um, even when I wasn't vegan, um, was protein, for example, like I didn't, I didn't take that into account. And even though I thought that I was eating enough protein, I certainly wasn't. And when we started working together and when I started tracking, that's when I became aware, okay, you certainly need to eat a lot of more, a lot more of these sources of foods, uh, which are rich in protein. If you wanna, if you wanna build muscle mass and if you wanna improve there, um, so for me, like for me, like it was really valuable to get into tracking, because then all of a sudden I knew, okay, this is not, this is not enough. This is a good food choice. This is not a good food choice if that's your goal. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's like that's like the biggest the biggest change that happened for me. Um, protein thing. Yeah, the protein thing. The protein thing was the big the the big one. For sure. That that's super interesting. Um, I remember that when when you had that change, and you're not the only one who has that because that's not not only a vegan thing. This is something I have experienced with a lot of clients that actually start working with us, especially in the beginning. It's like everybody's like, I do eat a lot of protein, and then they get into this this tracking thing. And I, to say that I don't make everybody track, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's for, for, for me, um, I would say everybody should have tracked at least to, till, till a certain point in their life just to get aware of what you are actually taking into your body in terms of macros, uh, micros and stuff like that, just to, so that you know about it. So I would actually recommend it to everyone to do it for, for a certain time. 
And um, the, the thing that I noticed was most people really like, if they never tracked, they have absolutely no idea how less protein they eat and how important it is to change that because all the time it's just this approach get more protein in and the complete body composition changes i had one guy who started with us this year in january and he was like after in, in his second blog um that this must have been somewhere in in by the end of march i don't know if you saw the picture that i posted on instagram and uh, on social yeah. stuff yeah yeah and he was like nick as my second blog i know I, i'm 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 having complete different technique now i see the strength gains and stuff like that but i don't think my body changes a lot as my body weight is not increasing because he's a, a very tall guy, like two meters and stuff like that, you know, two meters big, that's wow. huge. And he has the weight of 101, 102, somewhere there. Um, it's always going up and down a little bit, you know, like classic. And I said, well, did you check your pictures? And this is a crucial one because I'm always telling the, the clients, when you start training with us, please do the pictures and do them from time to time again so that you can compare how your look does change because that's a crucial one you if you don't do that you don't see it how much you can actually change and then he said no and i said hold up and i did this classic before and after picture and i sent it to him and i was like do you see a difference and he was like wow that's a huge difference, and it, it, he didn't even change in, in 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 the weight on the scale, but the complete composition changed within like I think it must have been something around eight weeks or something like that, and um, it was a complete different guy standing in front of that camera, and it, all that we changed was the macronutrients that I switched up. I said less fat more protein the carbs stayed pretty pretty similar all the time but i changed up the protein intake and that changed his complete body composition and this is so important to understand that most of the people don't get that if you put more protein in there you're more likely to build more muscle and most of the time people also lose body fat and it's super interesting to see but because that's what i do all the time with myself when I see, okay, Nick, you look into the mirror, you stopped tracking, you don't like anymore what you see right now because you're maybe getting a little chubby. What is the one thing that you changed during the past maybe two or three weeks? And then I look into that and I see most of the time, I'm like, okay, Nick, you probably eat a lot of fat and less protein. And this is, I know myself, you know, and I know how uh, how my body does react on certain macro um, nutrients. And for me, more protein and less fat works extremely well. And I see that with a lot of people. It's not everyone, but a lot of people. I mean, I'm 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 checking things like that for like years now. Mm. 
And this is definitely one thing that I can say from the lab. <laughs> um, when you change the protein, people completely change their look. And it's super, super interesting to see that. I've I had this, this podcast with uh, Jan where I said, I think the best diet in the world is more protein and more veggies. Yeah, yeah. When you change that up, everything changes because you, you just you change your habits when it comes to nutrition you change the food choices a lot because it's just better but on the other hand more protein you see it's much better and the next thing that every every diet in the world except of the carnivore diet has in 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 in, in common is eat more veggies yeah. when you change that you're pretty good to go on that so here's a tip when you want to change your body composition, eat more protein, eat more veggies. That's it. And I think this is something everybody has to see when it comes to food choices. Um, when you want to build muscle, the protein is extremely important. And here comes something that's killing most people. Yes, we want to eat more veggies. But when you eat more veggies, you get into this big thing that you completely filled up with the veggies and you don't get enough of calories in. A lot of times how are your uh experience with that oh yeah <laughs> i've got to be honest like i'm probably not getting uh the amount of vegetables in that i should be getting <laughs> so I've, I've been very very lazy with that uh yeah like you certainly want to have uh at least three to five servings a day be it fruits be it veggies mm. um i tend to go more in the direction of fruit Okay. Uh, because because uh, I leave that after the meal, you know, it's like a nice dessert or like a nice snack in between. Mm -hmm. um, because uh, like it doesn't restrict me so much in how much food I can eat, as you mentioned, if I want to bulk up, you know, yeah. like if, I, if I have too much too much vegetables uh, because of the volume, because of the sheer volume, yeah. it's going to be affecting me and how much I can eat of the of the other foods that are on the plate. Um, so I kind of put that as a secondary thing. Um, and also like opt for veggies that don't make me so full. So for example, if I, if I go for cauliflower or broccoli or uh, stuff like that, that's going to fill me up quite fast, you know, but if I go for something like tomatoes or a cucumber or stuff like that, that's, that's going to be good. You know, like it's still going to get my micro micronutrients in, I'm still going to get, I'm still going to get my micronutrients in, but I'm also going to be having the freedom to eat, um, all the stuff that's on the plate. Yeah. So like two things for me, opting for fruits more. And second thing, opting for veggies. If I have veggies that don't make me so full. Yeah. yeah. So that was the approach for me. Super interesting to see, you know, uh, we're having a new client from, from India and I'm really looking forward to, to uh, see how that guy is going to uh, build the muscle because I think it's going to be super interesting how um, he's about to, um, approach the food thing because especially when you look into the culture of eating there yeah. it's going to be a very very different from what how we eat here you know um so that, that's going to be a super interesting topic there how okay. this guy is going to grow once you change up the macronutrients because you change up a complete behavior of eating mm -hmm. and that's going to be super super interesting and i know I know how he's going to tell me, I can't eat more. I can't eat more. I just can't eat more. And I'm like, you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. 
this is this this is where I wanted to go with that because it's so uh, interesting to see. Um, you know, we want to be healthy, but on the other hand, to build muscle, we have to eat more than we actually extend. You know, mm -hmm. we, we need this calorie surplus. So it doesn't have to be a lot, but it needs to be a bit. And um, this is super interesting to see that a lot of people really lack on eating enough. And if you have your protein in, you get most of the time, you get to the to the point, you know, protein is filling up. When you eat a lot of protein, you're, you're yeah. soft. Yeah. And then when you have to get the, the veggies in, like you said, it's it's gonna get you into trouble most of the time so it's important to get the micros in so all the vitamins and stuff like that but also getting enough of of calories in. and this is where you really have to balance uh stuff out and um, this is where it really gets interesting um when it comes to the food choices um do you have any more for the food topic yeah, something one more thing that I would like to add is I see a lot of people like when they when they try and bulk up, um, they get really relaxed when it comes to their food approach, uh, which isn't necessarily anything bad uh, at the start. But like too many people, I think uh, just like all of a sudden opt for quote unquote worse food choices and mm -hmm. increase their amount of like junk foods that they eat because those are more calorie dense foods and it's just easier to go into the surplus. Yeah. And also another thing that you see with that is a lot of people uh, just exceed their intake. Like they, they, they eat a lot more than what they need uh, at the start. And then all of a sudden when they get bored of that, they you see a sudden drop and they go back to their maintenance calories. And all of a sudden, like you had this two to three weeks of too many calories, you became fluffy, you know, you probably just gained fat and nothing else. And then you go back to your uh, normal intake and try and maintain and you go over and over in this vicious loop, you know, because you just don't know where you're at. Um, I think that it's important to know that if you're starting off and if you're maybe doing your first uh, bulking cycle, track that as well. You know, just as you track your calories when you are in a caloric deficit, try and track your calories just to, uh, also in a, in a bulking, uh, bulking cycle because like you don't want to exceed 500 calories of a surplus uh, for a prolonged period of time because most of that gain is going to be fat gain and you don't want that you know like you you want to optimize the process uh so just you're like on firm ground and certain ground i would i would say 250 to 500 calorie surplus go for that keep that up stay consistent with it like not a few weeks a few months you know like yeah six months minimum i would say yeah uh and then see what's what happened in the mirror and on the scale and then you're good to go you know and then go from there if you want to continue if you want to maintain or if you want to cut down you know what now you mentioned something that is so important to understand yeah. the time frames when it comes to building muscles are so mm. much longer than everybody thinks yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people be like yeah i'm gonna add in a block of hypertrophy <laughs> Eight weeks. <laughs> Eight weeks of hypertrophy. <laughs> what do you think how much you gained during that time? The, the, the thing that comes up with this, and I have to commit here something that I do that the same thing. When somebody comes into our coaching, we do the same thing of getting them in, into a higher volume phase of, we call it the hypertrophy phase. And then we let people work through that. 
and then they have a strength phase as well. And in the end, they come out with uh, some good PRs. The very important part to understand here, because it's always six months that we tell people, okay, at least six months we stay, uh, you, you, we work together. And um, the important part here is to understand this is just a, a, a this six months is a phase where we get to know you. And a lot of people don't get that if you really want to get big and bigger, and I'm not talking about you want to be, let's say, Mr. Universe or something like that. It's not that you're going to be like that. For that, you have to train at least 15 years, completely balls to the walls, you know. What I'm talking about is just getting bigger. It will take you one to three years to get at least into a shape where you, when you compare yourself to other people who also train, are in a comparable status. It takes time to get there because most people don't get it is a longer time frame that we are talking about, especially when you're not 100% only doing this. And this is so, so important to understand. We have another life next to training. So when we have another life next to training, we maybe just, let's say, 70% into it. It will take us a little longer. That's okay. But it will take you a little longer. It, we have to be honest with this, that it just takes a little longer. And I'm, I'm doing that myself now. I've had my, my years in my life where I was only about training and now I'm also having a normal life. And I think you have the same thing right now. And yeah, it's quite similar, yeah. The, 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 the approach is now a little bit different to this. But is it, is it, I think it's also important to know these phases, especially for us as coaches. It's extremely important to know that. But on the other hand, it's also important to have the other phase where we know, okay, things take a little longer. It's okay. That's completely okay. Life is not only training. And um, the very important part here is to understand how much time this will take to build this muscle. So this is why you said it, the surplus shouldn't be too big. Mm. Because when you look at this, the, the year has like 52 weeks. When you have a certain calorie surplus of 500 calories per day, that's three and a half thousand calories per week, which is a surplus, which is half of a kg of fat probably that's coming up to this. Maybe it's not a half, but it's like, let's say, 250 grams of fat that's coming up per week. So within four weeks, you would have gained one kg of fat which would be over the time of a year, like let's say 10 to 12 kilos of fat that came up, you know, this added up. And we have to think of this time a little different because when the surplus is too big, you gain more than that. And who, who wants to gain like 20 kg a year? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like to build muscle, but I don't like to build fat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing with this is uh, when you look into the into the bodybuilding community, they know they have to 
to to to build some more fat while building the muscle they know that and they they know that and they are ready to invest this but for most people who are not into complete bodybuilding doing bodybuilding shows where you win by size you know this this is for every yes there's a no you know mm -hmm. they yeah, know yeah. about their no and um the important part here is to not misunderstand this part so we have to think of at least two years of really building muscle or at least let's say one year of a complete hypertrophy phase where you invest all the training time into building muscle and also invest the, the eating patterns into building muscle and then think of i don't want to get completely fat during that time so it needs to be a very balanced way of actually changing up your complete physique and this is super important to understand because um if you don't do that you get super fluffy and you have the same thing with all the people who are starting off with creatine oh i started doing creatine and i just got so fluffy and fat this supplement makes me fat no it's not that it's you eating too much food and that's something a lot of people do yeah i'm in a bark face you're not in a bark face you in a fatty face <laughs> you're in a fat face <laughs> I don't, I, you know, sometimes I have to be that rude to make people understand that this is actually a problem. Yeah, yeah. And you have to balance this. And that's super important because there is a too much. <laughs> and course, that's, yeah. that's a super important part here. Ah, do you have to, 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 to do you have something to add on that? Yeah, I wanted to say something, but I I I lost it. I'm sorry, yes. I was talking so much. I lost it when is it? Yeah. If I remember, I'm, I'm yeah. That's all good. Um, I think the episode is very long right now. Yeah. Do do yeah. we want to wrap up here? I think so. I think that's good. I think that's good. All right. So thank you guys for, for listening. If you need any help for growing muscle, just make sure to get in touch with us. I think we are the only ones who can help you in the calisthenics area who are really ready to help you with building muscle. Yes. I'm confident about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so um, if you like this episode, please, please do us the favor. Send it out to those who may struggle with building muscle. Uh, maybe this one helps. And um, if you need any help, always feel free to reach out to us on the strength and skills um, on Instagram, or you just send an email to office at strengthandskills.de. And then we are ready to roll to get in touch with you. And um, another option, of course, would be you just go to the um, website of us, strengthandskills.net, and get yourself an appointment with us. So we just have a call and just um, answer all your questions about what's going on in the coaching. Um, this call is completely for free. You can easily just schedule yourself an appointment whenever you are, you are free. And um, from there on, we just see, okay, does it work? Do we fit to each other and then we start working or we just don't. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Grow well, train hard, eat well. Have a good one. See you then. <laughs>